Parsha 5 Heiye Sarah, Sarah's Life, Grishit, Genesis, 23-1-25, 18 Hof Torah 1 Kings 1-1-31, Matthew 8 19-22, 27-3-10, Luke 9 57-62. Parsha 4 Review He appeared with the very special Torah portion in action as our first granddaughter was married. He hand was all over that wedding. As Baptist my son unknowingly built what looked like a large hoopah in their gym with lights pulling to six corners. It seems many think we have two remembrances of the Feast of Sucked in 2021. And, I tend to agree with this, even as 23 years ago she was born on day one of the remembrance of the wedding banquet that the Father has planned for the earth. Now 23 years later she is married at it. Her Sucked was ready on Tishri 15 with her rehearsal happening and wed on Tishri 16. I still stand in awe and could only smile and cry at this wedding hugging everyone that came. I cried during the ceremony as another his grandmother cried as he touched her for the first time. I thought to myself, this could will never never let go of each other. And as I thought this, she said what I was thinking. I told her that I was thinking that exact thing and we cried together, both knowing what a special couple this was. He would fight for his bride for her never to be scorned by contempt by any person. I saw him already stand up for himself after being blamed for losing her wedding vows, and she had to say them by heart. It was more precious because she said what was on her heart and it came out so pure, that everyone cried. Oh how God ordained to when an extra bridesmaid entered in twenty minutes before the wedding. She drove twelve hours to the amazement of the bride who then made her her personal attendant. But, an extra dress showed up as another was reordered for a different size. Yes, this longtime friend joined the bridal party, and she caught the bouquet. Our Creator has a way of showing truth to the bride to know the desires of our hearts can overcome evil that seem to come against it. Oh, so many other blessings were that day as God appeared in that festival of sucked, that extra sucked that many did not give honor to because they started their calendar four days too soon. I am not here to argue that point, but I can only say that the presence of God was everywhere and a young couple came together to be set free from what seemed like a life of captivity for both of them. They are free to be in Christ with no more dominion hovering over them. May Hashem raise them up and bless them as He appears to them every day in His own way assuring them that He will bless their days of being chased before their King, the King of the universe did appear to them, this I know. Gen 18-3 and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in Thy sight, pass not away, I pray Thee, from Thy servant. These are Kira and Michelle's verses read last week. We see the Lord appearing to them. Abraham goes into the wedding tent of Sarah and says to prepare a meal. Kira and Michelle prepared a meal and we went into that banquet room. Next we see evil has to be removed before Isaac can be born. Five cities burn from fiery hail falling on them. In one year the people still remember the hand of God on them, and Isaac is born. Yes, God appears in our lives when it seems dark but light is coming. Read the portion Vera, He appeared, Genesis 18 one 24 what powerful messages unfolded for Abraham. Now, our newlyweds have left and a soft gentle rain has occupied their city. They will return the blessing in the land refreshed to build their new land together. The salt covenant is seen in Genesis 19:26. Lot's wife looked back and probably cursed God for this judgment. It does not say that, but she was turned into a pillar of salt. Without salt food can be tasteless, without salt our bodies don't have minerals. We are to be salt and light to the world. K and M are salt and light, that is their goal from the start. They will be fruitful and not barren. 
Lot's daughters are impregnated by him since no man wants to touch the woman that caused so much death. Moabites and Ammonites will go untouched until the final crossing to the land. Then their iniquity had filled up that justified their removal. This is a picture of our world today. Its iniquity has become full and now man will die off quicker. Not many people want to call on the Torah today, and most Christians do what is right in their own thinking. Genesis 20:12 confirms that Abram married his half-sister. It says that they have the same father but not the same mother. He took Sarah with them when they fled the fires of the Chaldeans where Nimrod ruled. It is here that Abram burnt down Nimrod's factory that molded idols and put gold on them. Abram blamed the fire on the unknown God which was his God, but unknown to them. The father is unknown to our world today with the theme of conquer and divide caused by color of skin or race. We have fallen back because we don't study God's words, we preach hellfire, but not enough foundation of basic truth. We must stop worrying about denominational lines and come together in the blood, the seed that was planted and rose up promised to Adam. Genesis 20 wombs were closed in Abimelech's household when he stole Sarah into his community. My friend had seven children when her husband died th 40. She wanted a man to influence them so married a man that looked like her husband, yes, a Christian man but narcissist man who wanted her to have one more child. We told her no and God agreed. God stopped her period the month they married. That ended in divorce and he remarried a younger woman which ended in divorce. When we look back on life, we must know that God is always there to protect us and he knows exactly how many children we are to born. Chapter 21 shows us the pattern to the Father's plan for day 8 of our earth. Circumcision is that sign. It was given to Abraham to give to his children forever. If we terminate circumcision, we remove the pattern to day 8. God's pattern to the Sabbath is day 7. He said to rest. His plan was to show us day 7, which is a generation of time, 1000 years, which shows us the millennium. If mankind does not believe in the kingdom age it is because they have removed its sign, the Sabbath. Hmm. And isn't it interesting that as in the days of Noach they were doing their own thing. They were not calling upon God's instruction. They had their feasts whenever they wanted to have them. Even Job talks about him holding the correct one, at the right time, just in case his children got off and observed other feasts instead. All through history God marks his festivals. Kira and Michelle's wedding was on Suck 2021. Their wedding was a marker in time that I will honor. It's been seven years since the young boy 15 years old, Nathan, died on day one sucked in Israel, Tishrei 15, 2015. We are beginning a Shemitah year which covers 2021 to 2022. The Lord's feast eclipses covered 2014 to 2015. That pattern tells us that God's war that began 27 Elul 2015 will complete a seven-year cycle in 2022. Yes, two is bait for house or son. This next year, especially in February 2022, the Hebrew and Gregorian calendars are just a day apart. It lines up so no man can say they didn't see God in action. I am interceding as Abram interceded for Sodom. I pray we will repent and return to the Torah as that is what our earth is programmed to do. It is programmed in its festivals to show the second coming of Yeshua Jesus. I'm praying we forget about arguing over names for Jesus and return to the seed story. This is the story that must be held in our hearts and told to the world. God so loved the world that He sent His Son to be the living Torah, greater than the written Torah. Why? Because Jesus Yeshua told us how to walk it out during our stay on earth. Abram was 100 years old when the cities were cleaned up enough for Isaac to walk on our earth. 
Will Israel be 100 years old when Yeshua walks on it a second time? Or, we could stay, a third time, and maybe a fourth and fifth etc. as it is God in the flesh that came to Abraham that we see here in Genesis 20. And, the physical form of God in the flesh came at 4,000 years with him first going into the heavens to place his blood there to set the captives free. Now, when he returns it will the third visit since his resurrection. Greek thinking people just want an answer as to when he will return. Messiah thinking people think about the pattern seen in the Father's programs. When those pieces fit then it's time. The Father uses all numbers and they flow into one purpose, just like he was born of a virgin, also from Galilee, called a Nazarene, unbecoming person and more. It's not just one choice, but he was all of the above. Last week's Torah portion also covered the boy Ishmael of whom got married and was blessed with the twelve large nations as well. So, we also see representation of the entire world being blessed by Abraham. It's just Israel but all who would believe the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. No one called tell you and me that we're not included in the blessings. The stranger and foreigners also walked across the Jordan to the land. And, let us not forget they were all eating clean because our Messiah is clean. They all were circumcised because they were all looking to the new heaven and earth, the new land. First came the land of Israel in the physical, now comes the land from heaven in real time. Why would we not want to claim any sign God set up as a sign? This is not about works or faith. It is not about our salvation. But we circumcise to look to that new heaven and earth appearing at day 8. We can't get rid of the rainbow sign and we won't get rid of the new heaven and earth coming, they are controlled by God. But, what men do is change the rainbow to represent sin as the LBGT, XYZ people take it as their symbol. And we take circumcision and say if it's too hard for the Gentile then don't worry about it. So, what is good for the geese, Israel, isn't good for the gander, Gentiles? No, we're all equal and should claim all benefits that come along with the covenants. Gen 21-4 And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac being eight days old, as God had commanded him. Gen 21-5 And Abraham was an hundred years old, when his son Isaac was born unto him. Gen 22-4 Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes, and saw the place afar off. We will lift up our eyes upon his third return at day seven. Gen 22-6 And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand. Yeshua Jesus was the offering, dying, burnt, gone, dead. The Torah portions we just refreshed ourselves on were Genesis 18. 22-24. Other scriptures that connect to these readings are 2 Kings 4 1-37, Luke 17 26-37, Romans 9 6-9, Galatians 4 21-31, Hebrews 6 13 to 20, 11 13 to 19, James 2 14 to 24, 2 Peter 2 4 to 10. Parsha 5, Sarah. Sarah's death and burial. Gen 23 to 1 and Sarah was 107 and 20 years old, these were the years of the life of Sarah. My comment on this is what program will follow her age. She's 90 when the seed to the Messiah is born. Her firstborn seed Isaac is 37 when his mother dies. After three more years Abram will send a servant to acquire a bride, when he is age 40. Keep all of these numbers up front in your mind as we see the Father operate in them. To stir up your thinking, and mine, I would ask first and foremost, if these number can connect to Yeshua Jesus. The study of end times is my favorite. I believe there is going to be a connection to this number or perhaps even the year he leaves the earth. 
If people think he left in 27 to 28 AD then could he have been born 10 years before year 1 AD? Or, was he 40 when executed which shows the term of a king's reign at the time of David and Saul? If executed at age 40 then he could be age 37 when born in 3 BC. I know Michael Rood has his plans for all of this, but I'm not Michael Rood and I believe we should keep asking questions outside of the box. Sarah is the bride so let's ask what will happen when Israel being the bride is 90 years as a nation. 1947 Established and recognized by USA's President Harry S. Truman May 1948, which began immediate bombing from her neighbors. 1947 plus 90 equals 2037. 2037 plus 3 years to bring bride equals 2040. Yes, it could be as simple as recognizing Isaac, Yaakov and Ishmael all being age 40 when marrying, and it's the duration of a king's complete reign when the new king is coronated. Sarah is mourned as the father will mourn as our earth perishes. Nations are all weeping right now since this COVID operation began in 2019. Yes, it was birthed in 2019, the baby was announced in 2020 with its umbilical cord still not cut in 2021. Gen 23-2 and Sarah died in Kirjatharba, the same as Hebron in the land of Canaan, and Abraham came to mourn for Sarah, and to weep for her. Gen 23-3 And Abraham stood up from before his dead, and spake unto the sons of Heth, saying, Gen 23-4 I am a stranger and a sojourner with you, give me a possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. Christians and Judo beliefs are strange to our world. The dead are to be placed out of Abram's sight. We are to push on and think life. How many ashes are placed in urns and given to the families who then talk to their dead every day? Hmm, let's rethink cremation. Where are the bones that are to rise up? Yes, he will collect our ashes from the air, but is it the same? I don't know, but sitting dead ashes in a house is not a good idea. Dead defiles and we are not to defile ourselves. Gen 23-5 And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying unto him. Gen 23-6 Hear us, my Lord, thou art a mighty prince among us, in the choice of our sepulchres bury thy dead, none of us shall withhold from thee his sepulchre, but that thou mayest bury thy dead. Gen 23-7 And Abraham stood up, and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Heth. Gen 23-8 And he communed with them, saying, If it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me, and entreat for me to Ephron the son of Zohar. Gen 23-9 That he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he hath, which is in the end of his field, for as much money as it is worth he shall give it me for a possession of a burying place amongst you. Gen 23-10 And Ephron dwelt among the children of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the audience of the children of Heth, even of all that went in at the gate of his city, saying, Gen 23:11 Nay, my lord, hear me, the field give I thee, and the cave that is therein, I give it thee, in the presence of the sons of my people give I it thee, bury thy dead. Gen 23:12 And Abraham bowed down himself before the people of the land. Gen 23:13 And he spake unto Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if thou wilt give it, I pray thee, hear me, I will give thee money for the field, take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. Gen 23:14 And Ephron answered Abraham, saying unto him, Gen 23:15 My lord, hearken unto me, the land is worth four hundred shekels of silver, what is that betwixt me and thee? Bury therefore thy dead. Four hundred shekels would probably be a million plus dollars today. Ifin was taking a advantage of Abraham's wealth.
Even today this land in Hebron is overpriced as the Arabs still treat the Jews unjustly there. In my visit in 2009 we went inside to witness what a million-dollar home looked like. It was a dirt floor with obsolete running water. People donate to Israel and that is how they buy property to secure a foothold in the land. Even Christian tourists are charged more than the person who is a national. 400 silver coins was the price. We could see this same standard come to the earth when the Messiah reigns. 40 is the completion or closure of a matter. Gen 23:16 And Abraham hearkened unto Ephron, and Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver, which he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth, 400 shekels of silver, current money with the merchant. Gen 23:17 And the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, the field, and the cave which was therein, and all the trees that were in the field, that were in all the borders round about, were made sure. Gen 23:18 Unto Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth, before all that went in at the gate of his city. This wordage reminds us of when all go in the gate of the new city coming down from heaven, called the city of Jerusalem. When on tour in Israel in May 2009 we took a special tour bus for our group only that was bulletproof. And, we walked through a tunnel so as not to be shot at by the Arabs. This gate where Abraham is just a few stones on the side of the path. We are not to make memorials and therefore, we just look upon where they thought would have been Abraham's footprints. The area reminded me of being out in the country with weeds growing up, as if it were any normal path on the walkway. Gen 23:19. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah his wife in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, the same as Hebron and the land of Canaan. Gen 23:20. In the field, and the cave that is therein, were made sure unto Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. It is said that the bones of Adam and Shanoah, Eve, are in a cave below the memorial building that held Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, and Leah. Rachel is in a different area, town, on off-beaten path with private donations keeping the weeds back. And, they know that this location was not her real burial site, that was a guess. Just like Moses' site, we are not to memorialize man but we are to remember the stories. Isaac and Rebekah Gen 24-1 And Abraham was old, and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Gen 24-2 And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house, that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh. Gen 24-3 And I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell. Gen 24-4 But thou shalt go unto my country, and to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son Isaac. Gen 24-5 And the servant said unto him, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land, must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou camest? We are to marry people that are in the same family of God. We are not of CN to entertain someone in opposite spirit. Contention only breeds contention. We must also reply on people in our family to adives us of oyer choice of a mate in the most important of covenants, marriage. If contention is in a marriage, it is the wrong picture of God. Our marriages are a picture of the father and his bride. We must live in obedience to his commands, they show the world who belong. We will either claim the ways of God or he will say he never knew us. Gen 24-6 And Abraham said unto him, Beware thou that thou bring not my son thither again. Gen 24-7 The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house, and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that soiree unto me, 
saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land, he shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. Gen 24-8 And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath, only bring not my son thither again. So even as though the future bride looks good and is of the right lineage, and yet does not desire to marry, then so be it. A woman should not be forced to marry against her will. Gen 24-9 The servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master, and soiree to him concerning that matter. Gen 24-10 And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master, and departed, for all the goods of his master were in his hand, and he arose, and went to Mesopotamia, unto the city of Nahor. This would be a large group of Abraham's servants looking for the bride. Each camel had a servant. The town of Nahor was founded by Abraham's father Terah his father, Nahor. This town has been in the family many years. Gen 24:11 And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water. Water was not issued all day long. The owner of that well would come at a certain time and draw from it. It is Rebecca herself that waters each camel. The women would know all of the strangers coming through the area. These virgins represent the Holy Spirit being given to all who come. Gen 24:12 And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day, and show kindness unto my master Abraham. Gen 24:13 Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. Gen 24:14 And let it come to pass, that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink, and she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. Gen 24:15 And it came to pass, before he had done speaking, that, behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Betuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher upon her shoulder. Gen 24:16 And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin, neither had any man known her, and she went down to the well, and filled her pitcher, and came up. One day the Holy Spirit will come down and fill the future bride with the Holy Spirit and take them up. Gen 24 17 And the servant ran to meet her, and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. Gen 24 18 And she said, Drink, my lord, and she hasted, and let down her pitcher upon her hand, and gave him drink. This servant ran to meet her. She knew he wanted something quickly. The water, Holy Spirit, is poured down from above. Gen 24:19. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also, until they have done drinking. All that come to the well of the living water Yeshua will be given Holy Spirit. Gen 24:20. And she hasted, and emptied her pitcher into the trough, and ran again unto the well to draw water, and drew for all his camels. Gen 24:21. And the man wondering at her held his peace, to wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. Gen 24:22. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight, and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold. Three items, one earring half shekel, two bracelets. One becca is half shekel. This the bride price. It is also the price to bring to the temple as an offering. We don't see this bride price seen anywhere else. Two bracelets, ten shekels, does this represent a tithe? Abraham with Mechizekek was ten. 
Yaakov also dedicates ten if he returns safely from Laban. Yaakov does this at Bethel which means God's house. Gen 24-23 and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? Gen 24-24 And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Betuel the son of Milcah, which she bear unto Nahor. Gen 24-25 She said moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender enough, and room to lodge in. Gen 24-26 And the man bowed down his head, and worshipped the Lord. Gen 24-27 And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who hath not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth, I being in the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. Gen 24-28 And the damsel ran, and told them of her mother's house these things. Gen 24-29 And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban, and Laban ran out unto the man, unto the well. Gen 24-30 And it came to pass, when he saw the earring and bracelets upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man, and, behold, he stood by the camels at the well. Gen 24:31 And he said, Come in, thou blessed of the Lord, wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. Gen 24:32 And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provender for the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. Gen 24:33 And there was set meat before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat, until I have told mine errand. And he said, Speak on. Gen 24:34 And he said, I am Abraham's servant. Gen 24:35 And the Lord hath blessed my master greatly, and he is become great, and he hath given him flocks, and herds, and silver, and gold, and men servants, and maid servants, and camels, and asses. Gen 24:36 And Sarah my master's wife bare a son to my master when she was old, and unto him hath he given all that he hath. Gen 24:37 And my master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. Gen 24:38 But thou shalt go unto my father's house, and to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son. Gen 24:39 And I said unto my master, Peradventure the woman will not follow me. Gen 24:40 And he said unto me, The Lord, before whom I walk, will send his angel with thee, and prosper thy way, and thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred, and of my father's house. Gen 24:41 Then shalt thou be clear from this my oath, when thou comest to my kindred, and if they give not thee one, thou shalt be clear from my oath. Gen 24:42 And I came this day unto the well, and said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if now thou do prosper my way which I go. Gen 24:43 Behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass, that when the virgin cometh forth to draw water, and I say to her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water of thy pitcher to drink. Gen 24:44 And she say to me, Both drink thou, and I will also draw for thy camels, let the same be the woman whom the Lord hath appointed out for my master's son. Gen 24:45 And before I had done speaking in mine heart, behold, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down unto the well, and drew water, and I said unto her, Let me drink, I pray thee. Gen 24:46 And she made haste and let down her pitcher from her shoulder, and said, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also, so I drank, and she made the camels drink also. Gen 24:47. And I asked her, and said, Whose daughter art thou? 
And she said, The daughter of Betuel, Nahor's son, whom Milka bare unto him, and I put the earring upon her face, and the bracelets upon her hands. Gen 24:48. And I bowed down my head, and worshipped the Lord, and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son. Gen 24:49. Now if he will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand, or to the left. Gen 24:50. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing proceedeth from the Lord, we cannot speak unto thee bad or good. Gen 24:51. Behold, Rebekah is before thee, take her, and go, and let her be thy master's son's wife, as the Lord hath spoken. Gen 24:52. And it came to pass, that, when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. Gen 24:53. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment, and gave them to Rebekah, he gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things. Gen 24:54. And they did eat and drink, he and the men that were with him, and tarried all night, and they rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away unto my master. Gen 24:55. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us a few days, at the least ten, after that she shall go. Gen 24:56. And he said unto them, Hinder me not, seeing the Lord hath prospered my way, send me away that I may go to my master. Gen 24:57. And they said, We will call the damsel, and inquire at her mouth. Gen 24:58. And they called Rebekah, and said unto her, Wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. Gen 24:59. And they sent away Rebekah their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. Gen 24:60. And they blessed Rebekah, and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate them. Gen 24:61. And Rebekah arose, and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels, and followed the man, and the servant took Rebekah, and went his way. Gen 24:62. And Isaac came from the way of the well Laharoi, for he dwelt in the south country. Gen 24:63. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide, and he lifted up his eyes, and saw, and, behold, the camels were coming. Gen 24:64. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel. Gen 24:65. For she had said unto the servant, What man is this that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master, therefore she took a veil, and covered herself. Gen 24:66. And the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. Gen 24:67. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent, and took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Abraham's death and his descendants. Gen 25-1. Then again Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah. Gen 25-2. And she bare him Zimron, and Jikshan, and Madon, and Midian, and Ishbak, and Shua. Gen 25-3. And Jikshan begat Sheba, and Dedan. And the sons of Dedan were Ashurim, and Ledushim, and Laamim. Gen 25-4. And the sons of Midian, Ephah, and Ephor, and Hanok, and Abida, and Eldea. All these were the children of Keturah. Gen 25-5. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. Gen 25-6. But unto the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts, and sent them away from Isaac his son, while he yet lived, eastward, unto the east country. Gen 25-7 And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived, 
and hundred threescore and fifteen years. Gen 25-8 Then Abraham gave up the ghost, and died in a good old age, an old man, and full of years, and was gathered to his people. Gen 25-9 And his sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah in the field of Ephron the son of Zohar the Hittite, which is before Mamre. Gen 25-10 The field which Abraham purchased of the sons of Heth, there was Abraham buried, and Sarah his wife. Gen 25-11 And it came to pass after the death of Abraham, that God blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt by the well Aharoi. Gen 25-12 Now these are the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's handmaid, bare unto Abraham. Gen 25-13 And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael, by their names, according to their generations, the firstborn of Ishmael, Nebaioth, and Kadar, and Abiel, and Mibsam. Gen 25-14 And Mishma, and Duma, and Masa. Gen 25-15 Hadar, and Tama, Jator, Nefish, and Kedema. Gen 25-16 These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names, by their towns, and by their castles, twelve princes according to their nations. Gen 25-17 And these are the years of the life of Ishmael, an hundred and thirty and seven years, and he gave up the ghost and died, and was gathered unto his people. Gen 25-18 And they dwelt from Havilah unto Shur, that is before Egypt, as thou goest toward Assyria, and he died in the presence of all his brethren.